the left center field. Back toward the track. And that ball is gone. You are listening to the North Shore 9 podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go, Bucks! Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to another edition of Denardo's Dugout. I, of course, am your host, Anthony Denardo, and welcome. It is Tuesday, September 8th. And uh, what it do? What is up, everyone? So, I hope everyone had a wonderful Labor Day with whatever it is you did. I'm sure many of you wasn't too much, much like myself. Um, but, I mean, I guess we're we're getting through this together, right? We're getting through this COVID-19, quarantine, whatever you have it together, enjoying this new way of life. But hey, so... What's going on MLB this week? Um, well, the trade deadline's over with, so that's over and done with. A lot of teams uh, look different now, especially the Padres. Um, but hey, also some big news that's going on right now. Mike Trout hit his 300th home run this week. Pretty cool. So Mike Trout ties Tim Salmon, right? Look at that. Trout ties Salmon for the home run record in... Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. And then he goes and breaks it. He gets 300. He becomes the first player, the, I'm sorry, the fastest player to 300 home runs and 200 stolen bases. Pretty legit. I mean, again, this guy that we talk about, you know, here and there, it seems like. I mean, this is a generational baseball player. Again, <laughs> Mike Trout, one of the best baseball players we will probably ever see in our lifetimes. Some of us. And sometimes we mention them, sometimes we don't. I mean, I just, again, some of the issues with baseball. But, yeah, he's a really good baseball player, guys. Like, it sucks the Angels can't put together a competitive team to make you want to watch them. I mean, I get the West Coast bias. You know, he's on the West Coast. It's hard to watch. Angels games, but like at the same time, so are the Padres, and they're the team America is falling in love with right now. And I'm watching them. I sure as hell know Jim's watching them. So I get to a degree the West Coast bias. They're up later. It's harder for East Coast people to watch baseball games from the West Coast, but it's kind of just like a building excuse now. I mean, part of it's on MLB. I get it. Part of it's on MLB, their lack of marketing. But on the end, too, like, come on, the Angels, man. You have Mike Trout, and you can't put together a playoff team. Think about, think about, I mean, think about what Pittsburgh did, okay? Let's take away some of the bias a little bit. Pittsburgh has been a fairly terrible organization for many years right i mean the losing streak you know they couldn't put together a winning team but they had terrible players right i mean at least in comes angela mccutcheon the pirates did put together three solid years three playoff runs you know as a small market team even the pirates were able to capitalize on having an angela mccutcheon and put together a playoff team the angels you know like they have mike trout 
and a $200 million payroll to boot. They have Mike Trout and a $200 million payroll. How can this team not get Mike Trout into the playoffs? He alone gives you 10 war every season. You know, all you have to do is put together just an average baseball team. All you have to do with $200 million is put together an average baseball team. And you're in the playoffs year in, year out. But it's like every single year the Angels put together a terrible team. A terrible team. And Mike Trout just carries them to becoming average. I just don't get it. You get and you get Shohei Otani on a minor league deal. He's getting pennies to the dollar. Now I understand he's been injured, but like you get that type of a talent on pennies to the dollar. You already have Mike Trout on there, who actually was, I mean, he's still getting underpaid technically if you want to go by what he gives you. But it's just like Angels. Come on. What are you doing? Now you got Rendon over there. This team can't do anything right. And this team has the resources. This team has the money. Like, could you, as much as all the hate you want to give Neil Huntington, all the hate you want to give nothing, all the hate you want to give that front office, whether it was deserved or not, okay? All the hate you want to give them. If the Pirates are able to spend $200 million year in and year out, I guarantee you they would have done a lot more than those three years in the playoffs. Okay? I just can't fathom how the Angels have a Mike Trout and they can't be a competitive team. Seems like ever. Anytime. Very very few times have they shown they can be a competitive team and have a playoff run. It ain't this year. I just don't get it. And how can they not get more hate than they are? There's no way. Like On a national level, there should be more outcry about the Los Angeles Angels. And it sucks that Mike Trout is on the Angels right now. And it's not so much the West Coast bias. It's just the team's it's terrible. Who, who wants to watch the Angels? That's the issue. Who wants to watch the Angels? I don't. I want to watch the Padres. You know, for a while, I wanted to watch the Oakland A's. I wanted to watch, well, the Dodgers. Seems like, you know, year in, year out, you kind of want to watch the Dodgers. You know, for a time, you want to watch the Mariners. They were fun some years ago. The Diamondbacks, right? Wanted to watch them. They seem fun for a bit, especially this year with Mar- Marte going on the team to begin with. Who's who's wanting to watch the Angels? Like, that's the problem. The built-in excuse is they're a West Coast team. The real reason is nobody wants to watch the Angels. And therefore, even if you have Mike Trout, it's baseball. It's not the XLB as Tyler and I and, and Jim went down. It's not where you get to uh, choose your lineup every every inning and Mike Trout has the ability to pitch, or I'm sorry, bat nine times. You turn on the game, you, you might see Mike Trout bat four times that game, maybe five. Are you going to watch the Angels team so you can watch, so you can see Mike Trout four times? No. No. This Angel team's pathetic. Uh, I guess that was a semi-rant. Thanks, Bucko Mike, 51-year-old Donardo. I appreciate all the birthday shout-outs that you give to everyone on Twitter to wish me a happy 51st birthday. I guess I have a year-long birthday every single day for the past 365 days. has been my 51st, so I appreciate it, Mike. <laughs> Keep it going. 
And you are right. They have zero pitching. And, they, and, and the thing is, they, that's what they keep trying to patch up. They keep getting these terrible pitchers. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, a Bundy's worked out for them even. You know, they make that trade, but they keep getting these below average to average. Like they just keep acquiring arms, not good ones. And it sucks. I've been a believer in Andrew Heaney since Miami and, you know, injuries have really derailed him and he's not pitching great and he hasn't become what I thought he would become. But still, like, that's probably the best pitching product they've been able to have. I guess Canning's in there. Uh, you know, he's bouncing back a little bit, but you're right. I mean, just they, they don't go after they, – they, they don't know how to develop pitching. They don't know how to acquire pitching. But let's be honest, too. They don't know how to acquire bats. I mean, you got the Pujols contract. You have the Josh Hamilton contract. I mean, they, they, don't, they don't do anything, anything through free agency right. I, I hate to say it, but just based on their track record, I'm just banking on Anthony Rendon to flame out and be a terrible baseball player soon. Uh, so, yeah. So, let's move on. Uh, let's take a look around MLB. So, yesterday was Labor Day, right? So let's have a little fun here. Um, it's been a weird season. It's been a weird year. The season is like, what, two-thirds done-ish? A little over a half Close to two thirds, I guess. Uh, we just got a few weeks left, really. When I think about it, we got a few weeks left of baseball, and the season felt like it just began. Um, so let's let's give a little rundown. We haven't done that really on this show yet, um, but of course, the small sample size to a degree is part of it. You know, how, how do you take any team's records serious? Still to this degree, like how do you take any team's records serious? Well, now you guess you kind of have to because this is the playoff run. Like this is it. These next two weeks. Can make or break a lot of teams. So let's have some fun. Let's take a look around baseball, some teams, and uh, how we're going to have fun with it. Well, it's Labor Day, right? It was Labor Day yesterday. Let's talk about some Labor Day food. If you were a team, what would you be bringing to the Labor Day picnic, right? You have the, the cookout going on. What team is bringing what to the Labor Day outing? So we'll start with the NL West. And let's just start with the LA Dodgers. I mean, this is... This is the cream of the crop right now, right? We all can agree the Dodgers are the team to beat. They have the, they're the antithesis of the LA Angels. They're good year in, year out. They develop a lot of talent in the minors. They acquire smart free agents. It's, it's crazy. I mean, they have like the $200 million payroll, but they have a small market mentality. Like they know, even this year, they sold. They did not acquire. They sold Ross Stripling. Think about that. The L.A. Dodgers. They didn't buy. They didn't trade to, to, to gain strength and add on. They sold. They stocked up their farm this year. Think of, like That's what the Pirates get hated on every year, right? Like They buy and they sell. Like Where are they at? This is the Dodgers. They're on a, a playoff run, right? You, you think they'd want to shore up something for the, the World Series this year? No. When you think they're going to zig, they zag. They stocked up their farm. They got the number 13 prospect from the Blue Jays, a good farm system for Ross Stripling. So with that being said, still, regardless, like they have everything. They have the bullpen. They have the starting. They got the defense. They got the bats. I mean, if you're the Dodgers, what are you bringing? You're bringing the steak. 
You're going to blow, like, you're expecting, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, this and stuff. No, you're the Dodgers. We're above that. We have all the money in the world. We have greatness. We're coming with steak. We're going to blow you away. You're getting steak for everyone. Everyone gets a steak on Labor Day. And of course, it's going to be medium to medium rare. All right, we ain't bringing that well done ish over here. We're bringing the good stuff, the good cuts, right? The good grills. It's steak. That's what the Dodgers are bringing. Let's move on from there. The San Diego Padres. What are they going to bring to Labor Day? I mean, what are the Padres? They're fun. They're exciting. You want to talk about, if you are 70 years old, I feel like you want to watch the Padres. But also, if you are five years old, if, if there was a five-year-old kid and I want to introduce him to baseball, I want him to watch a Padres game. They're fun. You can't get enough of them. Doesn't matter what age you are, you, you, you're going to want to watch and see them. <clears throat> what the Padres are going to bring, they're going to bring hot dogs. It is, as a four-year-old, I'm eating hot dogs. As a 90-year-old, I'm eating hot dogs. The other thing about hot dogs is I can't get enough of them. I, don't tell me you can only eat two or three hot dogs. If I wanted to try, I could probably tear down a dozen hot dogs right now. You can't get enough hot dogs. You just don't want to look like you're greedy and have more than like two. But you know you can eat six or seven or eight or nine or 10 or 11 or 12 hot dogs. Don't tell me you can't. And that's what the Padres are. You can't get enough of them. I could just keep eating hot dogs from the Padres all day long. Give me as many hot dogs as you have, Padres. And at the same time, they're fun, right? When you're a little kid, you like to play with them. <laughs> when, when you're an adult, you also might want to play with them. But well, I digress. Anyways, um, again, like they're just that's what the Padres are. You go to a cookout, you see the hot dogs, they look good, they, they taste good. Just keep consuming them. Give me all the hot dogs you have. I'm gonna be greedy here. That's what their Padres are. The Colorado Rockies. Oh man. Oh man, the Rockies. You know, this is a team that like oh, for a while now. I mean, they had their good days. It's like they had their good run with Tularitsky. I'm not going to go to the degree, uh, like, they're not, how can't you be competitive with a Mike Trout situation? You know, they don't have a Mike Trout. Nolan Arenado is nice. Trevor Story is really nice, too. Like, they have some really good talent there, inning-wise. They've definitely been more competitive than the Angels. But, like, it just seems like the past three to four years, they just keep putting just weird things together. It doesn't make sense. Like, Ian Desmond, right? Start there. Ian Desmond, a shortstop of the Nationals who banked on himself, which I give him credit for, missed out on his opportunity for a huge contract, signs with the, the Rockies who, again, have Trevor Story. They have a shortstop. They, they put him in outfield, first base. It doesn't make sense. They, they get all these pieces together that it's like they, they're going to go for it, but things just don't make sense, and it doesn't work out. And to me, that that's a potato salad. Like, what is a potato salad? Who thought of the idea of potato salad? Who's like, let's put all these things together. None of it makes sense. None of it, if, and you might enjoy potato salad. You're understanding here that I do not. I think it's gross. But you might. And okay, that's great. Now that you've had it and it seems good, that's fine and dandy. But who, who was the person that decided? Like when potato salad was never invented, who was like, let's put these things together? That boggles my mind. 
Who was that person and what were they thinking? Now, some people, apparently it's good. I think it's trash. And that's why the Colorado Rockies are potato salad because it's a mixture of random things that doesn't make any sense. And to me, it's also not good. Moving on to the San Francisco Giants. This is the team that I expected to be pretty bad this year. They are pretty bad last year. This is also a team that I think a, a lot of people like to hate them to a degree. And maybe it's the jealousy factor, of course, winning three world championships, right? You get a lot, of, you get some of the haters. So people want to hate the Giants because of their success. Maybe not so much right now because they've been bad. Last year they were bad. I expect them to be bad this year. And you ever have that aunt who's like on that health kick, right? She Every every time you talk to her, she's like, oh, well, I'm now a this or I'm now a that. You know, it's some type of a label, some type of diet that they're doing. I get, I mean, she's on a health kick. She's good, good for her. It's, but it's always something different. You know, it's always, oh, this is the new thing. Every, like every other four months, it seems like, right? And she's always she's always coming to the cookout with something weird, something off, right? She's, like, she, she's got that loaded kale salad. You know, she brings it. She's like, oh, you should try this. This is great. And, and you look at it. You're like, no, this is, this is trash. This is garbage. I don't want anything to do with this. But, I mean, she's your aunt. You do it for her, right? All right, you know, this is aunt blah, 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 gave me, you know, some kale salad. Let me try it again this year. And you eat it, and you're like, you know, this really isn't that bad. This this salad really isn't terrible. But the thing is, of course, you don't want to admit it, right? So you eat the salad that looks like garbage. After you consume it, you're like, yeah, you know, it's it's okay, but you're not going to tell her that. You know, this is, I'm, I'm not eating any more of that. And that's what the Giants are. I mean, honestly, like, they're not a bad team. We talk about the Dodgers selling. I mean, technically, the Giants, the Giants bought. They're competitive. They're a 500 baseball team right now. Donovan Solano is, uh, I don't know, he's his own self. Donovan Solano's just having a resurgence of his career. You know, for a while, I thought he was out of baseball after Miami. He comes back, and now he's, like, teetering with 400 on the year for a while. Now, he's not there now, but he's still hitting the hell out of the baseball. Johnny Cueto's back. Uh, uh, but the thing is, like, uh, Brandon Crawford is kind of back. You know, Brandon Belt's there. Like, this team isn't that awful. But, again, you don't want to admit it. Like, your pride was on this team being bad. You, you trashed them all this offseason. You don't want them to end up being good. You, you want to make sure that they're, that they're still bad. You're, you're rooting against them almost. And that's what I feel like the Giants are. They're really not bad of a team. But everyone wants to, you know, dismiss them, overlook them. And I don't think they're going to go into the playoffs to be anything special. But... They're actually a pretty decent team right now. And that's a bit of a shock. And lastly, we'll, we'll wrap up with the NLS with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, what are the Diamondbacks? You know, the, they went out and they traded for Stoli Marte. They signed Madison Bumgarner. Now, I'm still baffled by that signing, but they did it. You know, this is a pretty competitive team last year. It seems like for the past few years, they, they try to be competitive. They've never gone like full tank mode. You know, and maybe they just haven't reached that point yet. Maybe they feel that they're, you know, a piece or something away. But they haven't gone to full tank mode. They haven't been terrible. They've been pretty competitive. You know, and this year they went out and, like, and they traded for Stalling Marte. You know, they tried. I don't think there's anyone in their fan base that 
and I could be wrong, that hates them for trying. I don't think you should hate a baseball team for trying. Now, they didn't do too well at it. They, of course, traded away Star Marte now. And, and to me, with, with they, the, the, that you know that 19-year-old cousin of yours who doesn't really he's, – he's living at home in college for the first time, you know, doesn't have any money – like he's the one that comes over with like the cups, the napkins, and like the Walmart brand sodas, right? Like the Mountain Lightning, <laughs> the the Mister <laughs> Mister Fizz, right? That's where the Diamondbacks are. Like, at least you try. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, the end of the day, does anyone hate that cousin? I don't think. I don't think it's not like oh man, your, your Pepsi was great. No. But no one's hating his stuff. Like, you know, when, when your aunt comes over and she makes this terrible, like she brings that kale salad. When you go home, you're all talking about, oh, the, did you try that kale salad? How terrible is that, right? No one's talking about this, this cousin that brings over the cups and the napkins. So he doesn't get credit for anything. You know, at least he tried. But at the same point in time, nobody hates him. No one's talking bad about him. And that's the dumb fact. So they're just kind of sitting there. And everyone kind of feels sort of like, hey, you know, well, good kudos to you for trying. And now that you're selling off, like now that you traded Marte, no one's blaming them. Like no one's saying, oh, God, the Diamondbacks, here we go again, this terrible organization, right? It's like, all right, well, I get it. You tried. Let's try again next year. You know, last year, I mean, they had they had a trade with Zach Allen in, from Miami, and he's pitching great. You know, like I said, like they've never been bad. They keep trying. They keep doing things, and I don't think anyone hates them for it. But, of course, they haven't been that good, and no one's given them a whole lot of love and credit either. So we'll bring it down to the NL Central. Start off with the Atlanta Braves. Of course, top of the standings there. And you know what the Braves are? I mean, the Braves are also pretty fun. When you got Acuna Jr., you know, setting the table, leading off for that team. I know Albias has been injured for most of the seasons. That kind of stinks. But I feel like the, the Braves are a lot of different flavors. Because like you got Freddie Freeman there. You got Darno back there. You got Marcelo Zuna. I, I think there's like a, there's, there's a lot. It's not like a it's not like the Rockies where it's a bunch of mixtures of random things. They fit well together. There's just a lot of different flavors, and they're all good. And I feel like that's what ribs are. Like I feel like you could have a rib in literally any flavor. Put on barbecue. Make it hot. Make it spicy. Make it this. Make it that. This rub. That rub. Right, all kinds of flavors, all kinds of flair, seasoning, whatever you have it. The ribs are always going to be good. Ribs are just good. They're just good. You get a rib, you're excited, you're going to like it. Doesn't really matter. Obviously, some are better than others, but it's still a damn good rib. And that's what your Braves are. I mean, there's just all kinds of flavors, all kinds of people that are meshing together, doing different things. And it's all meshing well. It's all working out well. This team, I, I think there was, what, four or five guys in the batting lineup last night that were hitting over 300. And they're different. They're all different. It's not like the Padres. The Padres are, they have a lot of flair as well. But it seems like they're all kind of the same. By the way, the Padres, speaking of hot dogs and, and how good they are, the Padres actually are second in baseball behind the Dodgers in home runs. And they're first in stolen bases. So again, you want to talk about an exciting team. 
They say home run. They get the power. They get the speed. They have everything in San Diego. I, I digress. I'll move on. I can't. I, we're we're going to turn into a, a Padres podcast here. So that's certainly like what the Braves are. Moving on from there, the Philadelphia Phillies are second. This is kind of surprising. I mean, we're kind of trashing the Phillies for a little bit here, right? Their bullpen, how terrible it is, the worst in baseball. What are they going to do with the trade deadline? Well, the Phillies, if you don't know, they've won the 11 out of the last 14 games. They've kind of been tearing it up. They're kind of, they're kind of hot right now. And as a hot team, you're coming to the picnic. You're coming to the cookout. You know what you're bringing? You're bringing some hot wings. And that's what the Philadelphia Phillies are now. They're hot. They're hot. They're on fire. That bullpen isn't fixed, but it's better. The bats are on fire. They call up Alec Bohm. He's doing some damage. Bryce Harper, you know, I've, I've loved to give him some hate. He's, he's been a stud this year. He's been a stud this year. I'll give him that. I, I have always said he's overrated to the degree because how can you have him and Trout in the same sentence time and time again? They're nowhere near each other. I think his value has now settled to about where he is. So I don't think he's as overvalued anymore as he was to a degree. You know, I'd love to put out that comp that he's basically a stalling Marte without the name of Bryce Harper. But this year, no, he's about a whole other level. So I give him credit. But that team, JT Romuto, holy hell, that guy's getting paid this offseason. I think the Phillies are regretting that they didn't lock him up earlier because now he's definitely getting paid. That's what the, the, the Phillies are. They're definitely hot wings. They are on fire right now. Moving on, the Miami Marlins. This isn't actually a food, but you know what the Marlins are? I mean, they've been the pathetic team for a while. They've been the joke for a while. Right, <clears throat> all the big boys are playing. There's the Marlins. Now, it's not as if they're great this year. You know, it's not like the Marlins turned it around <clears throat> and now they're a top team in baseball. They're just they're better now. <clears throat> you know what they can do. They can now sit with the big boys, and that's why the Marlins aren't technically like the food. You know what they are? They're your twelve year old cousin. That has complained and tried and tried and finally made his way from the kids' table. And he's now sitting with the adults. Yeah, Your 12-year-old cousin finally made it to the adult table. You're looking at him like, you know what? Good for you. G- good for you. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Come join us. I'm still taking you know that, that rib off your plate. And I'm going to make fun of you and push you around still. But welcome. And that's what your, your Miami Marlins are. They finally made it to the adult table. They're ready to play. They're not there yet. But they've joined. So, congrats, Miami. Welcome to the big boys table. And then your Washington Nationals. You know, nothing is worse than going over to someone's cookout. You got the meats going. You got the the casseroles, the the desserts, everything there, right? But it's Labor Day. What do you intend to do? Not work. Eat. And drink. And what's worse than going over and your friend, your uncle, the neighbor, wherever you're at, whoever it is, comes over and says, hey, want a beer? Your response, of course, is yes. What do you have? And they come back with you with the, well, got Bud Light, 
Got Coors Light. Got Bush. Bro, what? <laughs> what? How disappointed do you become when those are your beer choices? That's why I'm always sketchy. Like, I, uh, you know when you're going over to someone's house, you're bringing some beer, right? There's a certain person when you go over there, you're, you're bringing your own beer. Just because you know what they drink, you know how terrible it is, and you're going to be so disappointed. And that's exactly what the Na- Washington Nationals have been this year. This is the World Series team. They got Juan Soto, who's killing it. Now, I know he had COVID-19 to begin with, and, well, he he tested for COVID-19. He'll tell you he didn't have it. Um, but, like, this is the team that was supposed to be good again. Basically, everyone returned. Like, they lost Rendon. I get it. But they have Carter Kiboom as a prospect coming up. You know, players are supposed to progress, get better stuff. Scherzer there, stuff. Strasburg there. Like, this was the team that could technically repeat or be competitive. You know, they were my pick to win the division at least. And they are bad. I mean, I'm talking, if you don't know, they're pirates bad. <laughs> that's bad. And that's with. Juan Soto, who has like a 200 and what, nine way to run creative plus or something with his time that he's played. This team is, has been bad. Such a disappointment. I mean, they're literally the Coors Light, the Bush Light of baseball right now. All right, let's wrap this up. We'll go on to the NL Central. You got the Chicago Cubs. Top of the list. Leading the NL, the terrible NL Central, by the way. But they're leading it. They're doing it very well. They're playing very well. Which reminds me, they had Joe Madden there. He's no longer there. He's with <clears throat> the Angels. So the Chicago Cubs have lost Joe Madden. Do they seem also a little more fun? Like, do you as Pirate fans... Be real and honest. Do you as Pirate fans hate the Cubs a little less now <clears throat> than you did a few years back? Honest question. And if you don't, it's fine. But I think there is definitely a set of people, of fans, that look at the Cubs and say, you know what? They're a little less miserable. It's it's kind of refreshing to to see these Cubs. I've, it, it, I don't know. I'm that weird Pirate fan. I don't like to have a hate for a team. Now, you want to talk to me about football like I hate the Patriots. I can get on board with you Steeler fans as a, as a Dolphin fan, right? I hate the Patriots. I think I hate the Patriots more than I love the Dolphins. Put it that way. But like when it comes to baseball, I, I don't have that at all. I've deep down like not expressed it because I understand how Pirate fans are. Uh, I've enjoyed the Cubs to a degree. But like this year, I feel like they're a little more enjoyable. And maybe it is because Madden's not there. And maybe this team is a little more refreshing to take. And to me, that's why this team is actually like your old-fashioned lemonade. There's nothing more refreshing. And I understand you're going out there to drink. But, like, it's cool to have a nice lemonade on Labor Day. It's, it's pretty refreshing. Sure, you're going to drink, you're going to drink, you're going to drink. But you want something in between here and there. You get a nice lemonade. It's nice. It's refreshing. It's sweet. A little bit of tart. Nothing's good than a really good lemonade. That's why they make alcohol with it. <laughs> but... That's like I feel like what your Cubs are this year. They're a bit refreshing. Now, they're good. They're they're dominating the NL Central, which to more degree is because everyone in the NL Central is terrible. 
So, I mean, they're dominating. They're playing well. Dude, like, you Darvish. You Darvish playing the best baseball he's ever had. And he's had some really good seasons behind him. You know, he's just out there dominating everyone right now. This team is very refreshing. And to move on from there, we'll go to the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, they're second. They're playing decent ball. Of course, they're limited time. But, like, I mean, they're good. I don't think they're going to be great. They are good, though. And But the thing about them, of course, the reason why I had limited games, right? They, they couldn't play. They were sick, right? The Cardinals were sick. And that's why if, if you don't properly prepare your burger, you're going to get sick. And that's what the, the St. Louis Cardinals are. The, the burgers, like, a burger's good. I enjoy burgers. When you go to a cookout, and of course the Dodgers are bringing steaks, so you know that's, that outshines them. But like when I go to a cookout, I'm expecting some good burgers. I want a burger. A burger's good. The Cardinals can be good. But they're sick. The, the Cardinals end up being you know an undercooked burger. Bad beef. right? Everyone at the party goes home sick now. Everyone's thrown up the next day. Can't participate. That's what the, the Cardinals were. Right? You go there. You want a burger. You know it's going to be good. It looks good. It tasted good. But it made everyone sick, and now you can't enjoy the rest of the, the, the cookout like everyone else. Now we'll move on to the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, man, talk about another disappointing team. I think Jim, maybe not. I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't know. But I think a lot of people predicted the Brewers to possibly win this division this year. I expect them to be better than they were. They're actually also close to Pirates bad, um, especially offensively at the bullpen. But... I'm sorry, the rotation. But, uh, you know, what else do you expect that's going to be good at a, a cookout, right? Some fried chicken. Fried chicken's good. Actually, I just had some fried chicken this week. Fried chicken's good. You go to a cookout, you see the fried chicken. I mean, it might not be my first plate, but definitely my second plate. I'm getting some fried chicken. But you know what happened? Your neighbor, Jack. Jack's the one that brought the chicken. And I'm sorry, but Jack can't cook fried chicken. First off, it's all white meat. It's all breast. It's no seasoning. It's dry. Fried chicken's dry. It's no seasoning. Such a disappointment. Like, that's what the brewers were. It was fried chicken. You're excited for them this year. But they've just disappointed you. They're an unseasoned, dry piece of breast that isn't any good. And you just throw it away in the trash. It's over with. It's done. The Cincinnati Reds, fourth in the division. Another team that you thought was going to be good this year. They weren't. But you know what the Reds are good at? I mean, they, their offense isn't good. They, they have a few really good offensive players. But for the most part, their offense isn't good. But that's starting rotation has been very dominant. Very, very dominant. I mean, Bauer, talk about career years like you, Darvish. Like, Bauer's having an ex- excellent career um, career year for, for his 2020 season. Just dominating people. And it doesn't stop with him. Like, this rotation's very, very good. And I feel like every Reds game, they start out, they don't need a whole lot of bats. They shut the other team down. They start out really good. The problem is, you can't leave the Cincinnati Reds out for too long because eventually the bullpen's going to come in and they're going to go bad. 
And you know what else happens at a picnic when you leave something out for too long? The deviled egg. Deviled eggs are really, really good. I enjoy deviled eggs. But the problem with deviled eggs is when you leave them out at the cookout for too long, they end up going bad, right? They start stinking. They smell. They'll make you sick. And that's where the Reds are. Like that bullpen is really, really bad. It's such a contrast. Where they're starting pitching, their bullpen is, is one of the biggest contrasts in baseball as far as pitching goes. Starters are really, really good. Bullpen, really, 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 really bad. And that's what your Reds are. You keep the Reds out for too long. They end up being too bad. They get that L. Bad standings. And that's what happens. If all the games were just seven innings, the Reds probably be better. But unfortunately, most games for them, because they weren't the Cardinals, they, they didn't eat the burgers, right? They have to play most of the games in nine innings, and therefore they end up being bad. And last but not least is your Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the worst team in the NL, just right, <laughs> right with the, the Nationals. But yeah, your Pirates, man, have they been, I mean, I hate to say it, but they, they have. They've, they've been hard to watch. You know, one of our complaints this year with the North Shore Nine is the fact that we knew the Pirates would be bad, but there was things within the Pirates that you wanted to see. You know, you wanted to see Chad Cole, see him bounce back, how good he can be. You know, you want to see JT Brubaker. You, you want to see Chris Archer. You, you, you want to see Kella. You're like, there was things within the game that you wanted to see that could excite you. But the problem is there's really nothing there that's exciting. Like, it's really Colin Moran. We've been saying week in and week out. It's Colin Moran and Eric Gonzalez. Like, those are the two things. And now, to a degree, Cabrian Hayes, when he plays, that's like all you have that excites you. And we know the team's bad. This team has no substance. No substance to this team. But the thing is, like, there's literally nothing here right now that's beneficial. There's barely anything that you get out of these games that benefits you. Colin Moran. Eric Gonzalez. And Eric Gonzalez, and actually I didn't look up today, he still might be an under-average player. He still might be a below-average player. But that's that's what we're getting on board with. We're sticking on to a guy who's below average and saying, wow, look at Eric Gonzalez. He's, a, he's actually a below-average bat, right? He's not terrible, terrible. He's just a little bit bad. And that's what we're hanging on to. And that's like what your Pirates are. There's no substance to them. And you know what else has no substance? Corn. I don't care how it comes over. Could be in a can, could be an ear of corn, could be some type of corn casserole. But unfortunately, your pirates are corn because you eat corn, it goes right through you, it doesn't digest, you get no nutrients out of it, nothing good about corn. There's no benefits to it. And it's not that great. I mean, it's not bad, but you're not expecting it. No one's going to the cookout saying, oh man, I can't wait to get that corn. You just eat it because it's there. You put some butter on it, right? Make it make it taste better. But it does nothing for you. And unfortunately, your Pittsburgh Pirates are corn. And unfortunately, if it was in a can, Colin Moran could not catch it. So that's that's your NL wrap-up of Labor Day Foods. And I'm still like, just put out there. Dodgers are really good. But again, the Padres are super fun. But they're also really good now. And now they got Clevenger. I'm telling you, like, I can't wait for these playoffs to come. I know it's going to be 16 teams now. Uh, but 
I'm I'm waiting to see. I would love to see a Padres Dodgers showdown right now. Big, it's it, you know you got that big brother and little brother effect here. I mean they've had some trades back and forth too, and but but the Padres man, like the way they're playing right now, for them to overthrow and take out the Dodgers, and we know how the Dodgers love to choke in the playoffs. But I'm dying for this hopeful Padres Dodgers series in these playoffs. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. That's what it excites me right now. Kind of moving off of the Pirates. There's not a whole lot to look forward to the Pirates right now. Um, hey, I guess if you want to say anything, it's been quoted. Charrington said that like they're going to bring out Tuna up in a few days, maybe a week or so, for like this taxi squad. I don't, I don't know what that means. Maybe we're going to start seeing the kids play a little more, hopefully. But um, as it stands now, I'm a Padres fan. So... That said, we'll be back tomorrow, Jim and I, on uh, Starbucks, and uh, we'll talk some pirates then. So until then, we'll see you all later. Bye-bye.